Today is Wednesday, September 27th, and welcome to the last in-season edition of the Yankee Nation podcast in 2023. The Yankees uh, are actually the best team in baseball in September, but it was too little too late. Uh, they are eight, 18 and 19 in their last 27 games. Um, the kids have come up and played pretty well, um, and also Aaron Judge is playing pretty well too, so... Yep. Um, but yeah, we got we got some stuff to get to. Um, we got some Aaron Judge comments, some an, a Hal Steinbrenner article from Bob Clappish to talk about, um, some reports about on Michael King, some rumors and stuff like that. But I mean, the games are pretty were pretty fun this past week too. So we'll get to those as well. Brian, how are you doing? It's good. I've been bouncing back and forth between the coasts. I'm back in San Diego now, and uh, and it has been fun. They've the kids are playing good ball. I mean, last night's game was mm-hmm. total was a lot of fun at the end just to watch uh, yeah. Austin Wells come through the way he did, um, and and the pitching they're getting from from uh, studs like King right now. Um, mm. You know, King's got a one point oh five ERA since he started since he's been starting. Yeah. And how uh, about Peraza's he, play last night? That was oh yeah, <laughs> a little shortstop. Little 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 <laughs> reminder that I still play shortstop. Yeah, yeah. Showing yeah. off the arm there, yeah. And, but yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it's it's been fun to watch the kids go. It's been fun to see the lineup that they're throwing out there, and I'm glad they're they're um, uh, you know they're 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 mixing. I think I think it's had a I think it's had a refreshing uh, um, I, a refreshing spirit added to Judge maybe DJ. Um, you know, certainly I don't think, I think Torres has just been consistent, Mr. Consistency all the way through, uh, with, with mm-hmm. his play. Um, and, uh, and stuff, I, 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 it, it is too bad. It's too bad. It's too little too late. It really is because they are, they are playing well and, uh, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're messing, they're messing with the standings for those teams vying for wild cards, which is a good thing too. Yeah. They just, uh, they took two out of three from the Diamondbacks over the weekend. And uh, yep. they needed every game they can get. They're still in a playoff spot, but they yep. need every win. Um, and they just beat the the Blue Jays last night. Who, if you, it's it's kind of annoying that they're battling like three AL West teams, and they're kind of like just basically de- by default going to get a spot because those teams are playing each other. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> it's still it's still fun to beat them beat them last night. Um, it was. But yeah, so. The Yankees were officially eliminated from the postseason on Sunday when they lost to the Diamondbacks. Um, and uh, that's when Aaron Judge made some comments about some changes that needed to be made. Um, yep. said he's going to be involved in the in discussions. And uh, he, he made it clear he's not talking about Aaron Boone. He's talking about the front office, pretty much. Um, he basically said that without saying it, really. Yeah. There was also some speculation that he was saying that he was uh, talking about maybe some players who are not playing hurt that he feels could be are uh, are healthy enough to play, um, but I don't know I don't mm-hmm. know how much about that. There's there's you know it's said, it said social media you know is was he referring to that or was he referring to the front office and you know clearly clearly hopefully he's pointing to the front office and of course Hal is the one that negotiated his last agreement, you know, and did the final, did the final call to judge to bring him to bring him home to the Yankees again. It wasn't Cashman and his, and of course yeah. Cashman made public the negotiations, which really, you know, that was a page right out of Jeter's book. Uh, you know, uh, the same thing happened to Jeter and, and, you know, judge, judge remembers all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll get to the comments a little bit later, but yeah. there, there was something mm-hmm. so- person who tweeted it said said uh you know cash and making the no the contract offer public before the 2022 yep. season that that might have have played a role in judge making these comments now and not yeah. not pulling he, he wasn't pulling his punches basically yes so, yeah um yeah so since we last recorded uh we knew J- jason dominguez was going to get tommy john surgery um yep. And then he went, he underwent it like basically right after we recorded. Right. Um, there was a pretty, pretty good picture with Steve Donahue with him. Um, that surfaced after it happened, but, uh, yeah, he, he got it. He was given the nine to 10 month timeline. Um, that's standard 
pretty much for position players. We'll see yep. how much we'll see what the Yankees plan on doing with him. If they're going to be patient with him or if they want him to come back a little earlier, see if they get it. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about offseason plans later on, but maybe sign a stopgap outfielder. Um, have one listed later on in this uh, rundown we have here. But um, And I think, yeah, I, I, I <clears throat> take, let him take as much time as he wants. He's got his whole career ahead of him. You know, yeah. he, he played mm-hmm. in a whopping, what, eight games uh, at, the, yeah. at the major league level. And he, and he and he showed he belongs. So um, let him let him come back in his time. It is going to be interesting what they do with the roster in the meantime, because that's that's basically yeah. mid season next year uh, for him to come back around the end of July. Yeah. Um, another uh, another ba- probably the other biggest report of the week was um, Aaron, Aaron Boone said that the Yankees view Michael King as a starter. Um, it's about time. And uh, <laughs> but the way he's been performing is kind of hard to argue it. Um, yeah. You know, they could go into next season with him as a starter and then bump him to the bullpen if it doesn't work then. But, I mean, it's uh, probably worth a shot at this point, you know, with how well he's been doing. So A 1.05 ERA since he became a starter. You can't argue. I mean, the only one better than that is Blake Snell, who's going to get the Cy Young Award for the National League. You know, <laughs> I mean. It really is. It's been impressive, and to see the combination of him now pitching, and then of course Cole's now behind him, and that's a that's a two one punch if you allow the if you allow the term. That's really been very valuable, and I think it's had an effect potentially on some of the other guys. Yeah, um, and you think maybe this could be something that allows them to spend a little extra on the offense in the off season which is yep. kind of what what people view as more of a need than the pitching, even though the starting rotation outside of Cole this year as a whole hasn't really lived up to expectations. But, I mean, the Yankees, uh, you know, I, I think you give them like a top 10 offense, they probably would have been competitive this year with the, yeah. the staff that they had. Um, yeah. So I'm Let's glad not they- forget. Let's not forget Frankie Montas is still pitch is pitching in the minors right now. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> this is a controversial take, but I would not be opposed to giving him a one year deal next year. Ooh, I would not because he he I pitched the first for, condition. Yeah, he pitched the first, con- the first time. Yeah, the first first condition on getting paid is he has to actually be able to pitch. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about <laughs> what one year, maybe ten million. Probably, that's probably it. Wow! Hey, prove it. Who, I don't who, think they'll do, do it, but I'm not against hey, it. <laughs> no. Who was our pitcher that pitched a no hitter on a prove it deal for one year? Um, he ended up going other places. Kluber, uh, yeah, to the Rays. Yeah, yeah, Kluber. So he got 11 um, million for one year. So okay, all right. So that's that's my comparison. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So. Well, we'll see what happens there. He, they're saying he 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 could be in play for uh, like one of the games in Kansas City. He would probably pitch uh, about three innings. Um, so that would be yeah something. Um, it'd be <laughs> it'd be funny. Um, yeah, would there be more laughs than booze? Like, see, now you show up. Yeah, I don't like. It's not a big deal that they do it. Like yeah. people yeah. complaining about it. Like, what 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 is there to actually be mad about it? <laughs> Right, but and and everything's on the funny. road. Everything's on the road anyway, right now, so he doesn't have to worry yeah. about home crowd. So, yes. Um, uh, another big thing that came out yesterday was uh, the uh, Aaron Boone confirmed that the Yankees are not going to need, or Yankees don't plan on having Aaron Judge get surgery on his toe, which he said earlier on, and um, based on the way he's looked down the stretch, it kind of it's kind of what you expected. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he doesn't need surgery on the toe, which is good news because that could uh, affect him. Yeah, long that term. that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not going to go through any kind of an extensive rehab uh, or anything like that, just to strengthen the tendon and uh, get his and get his back foot, you know, which is critically needed for a good swing, um, back to where it a hundred percent needs to be. Right. So, but yeah, avoiding surgery is a big deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think it was uh back when Judge got hurt, it was um 
Tiki Barber on, he's on WFAN in the afternoons now, but he was talking about how he had a toe, a toe injury and had surgery that just, it still impacts him today. Uh, he still feels the, the impact of that. Um, and he had that surgery in college. So, um, but now we'll, let's get to the, the, the judge comments on Cashman here. Well, not, not Cashman by name, but comments about changes that need to need to be made for next off season. So um, this is a tweet by uh, Joe Rendazzo, Yankee librarian. Um, you've probably seen him if you're on Yankees Twitter at all. So, um, so he says, Aaron Judge is telling the public what he wants the Yankees to do. Set aside all the public relations statements that Judge has mastered as well with Derek Jeter did. Um, this season, he has made two very calculated statements. The first, if you remember, was to keep Aaron Boone. The second was an op- open shot at the front office, Brian Cashman's front office at that, that there needs to be sweeping changes. In case you forgot, here's the, Bo- here's the Boone quote from 18 days ago, probably 20 days ago now. Um, right. This was tweeted about two days ago, two, three days ago uh, from Andy Martino's art- article. On Thursday, I posed the question this way. If and when you are asked by Hal if Boone is the right manager for this team going forward, what will you say? And he said that he'd, he'd understand if a judge didn't want to answer that question. He said, no, I want to answer that. I've been with Booney all the way since 2018. He's the guy. And then he was asked why. And he said, he's been there for us in good times and bad times. The guy shows up and supports his players. You can probably tell by the amount of times he's been thrown out of the games that he always has our back. Um, And then on Sunday, after the Yankees were eliminated, he uh, talked about what needed to be changed, um, which definitely more relates to the front office. Um, He says, we've got a lot to work on, a lot of things to change, and a lot of stuff going around here that needs to be fixed. A lot of stuff going on around here that needs to be fixed. And he said, I've got some ideas. It's going to take all of us. It's going to be talking with everybody in the organization all the way down through the minor leagues. Um, yeah, it's not not really uh, surprising there, I, w- I would say. No, no. <laughs> um, and, and I think it's when he says it's going to take all of us, um, to me, that's like um, he views that he has a say. And I yeah. think that's a good thing. Um, you know, and the fact, you know, he, if, if they're going to listen to everybody and go through everything, I think it's a, you know, I think, I think first off, he's, he's got a valuable voice. Now, how much is the front office or the ownership going to heed his comments as far as changes and that level, you know, you know, it could, right. it could easily be, I could see a Randy Levine's response of, you know, Hey, you just stay in the dugout in the clubhouse, pal, and we'll cover everything else. Yeah, um, which would be the wrong comment, but that's what he would do. So, yeah, um, I, I mean, this this kind of is a good segue to the Howell article that came out um, the other day. So, um, this is a, another tweet from Joe Rendazzo, Yankee librarian. Um, he's kind of like aggregating a article from Bob Clavish. Um, so he said, according to Clap, who has sources within the Yankee organization. He knew that they wanted Garrett Cole a year before that he hit free agency. Um, He says, Hal Steinbrenner is tired of the Yankees being the runner-up. And according to him, significant changes are coming. Um, And from the article, this is quoted from the article, uh, this is about the audit from, uh, uh, like, they're going to audit the the organization yeah. with like an outside analytics um, right. company to evaluate them. Um, so the investigation will begin in early October. Although interestingly, the company con- conducting the audit will not recommend personnel changes. The anal- the analysis will instead focus on process and how the Yankees compare to other clubs. The categories will include the success and failure of the Bombers' trades in the last decade. The shakeout of the draft picks, including the international draft, the number of games and dollars lost due to injuries, uh, and the state of minor league player development. Final report will be data-driven and purely objective, 
none of it bodes well for the Yankees analytics department, uh, which is obsessed with exit velocity and spring spin rates and has advised GM Brian Cashman to make disastrous trades for Joey Gallo, Josh Donaldson, Frankie Montas, and, and others. So, so doesn't that also put Cashman at risk? In theory, it should, but I don't think he will be. I don't think he'll be gone. No. Yeah. How do you how do you move him into a position? You know, George was George was very adept at, at um, moving people out of decision spots and keep them in keep them within the organization. Um, maybe Hal, maybe maybe we're staring at something like that. Maybe Hal takes a page out of his dad's book, moves moves Cashman up and out from the GM role. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, parks him like a Randy Levine or somebody else out there. And, uh, and, and the two guys that have been in Omar Minaya and, uh, and, um, uh, who's the, who's the one from San Francisco, uh, Brian, Sabine. Brian Sabine. Yeah. Um, they, you know, maybe, maybe they get a chance to, after watching the organization for a year, get a chance to do something to take it, you know, they were. There's a lot of there's a lot of focus right now with this whole old audit coming in and those two guys. There's a lot of focus on front office and process right now. That's that's okay. where it's all at. There's going to be something, some changes. That's all. That's all I know. Um, yeah. So imagine by imagine by Christmas if nothing happens, what everybody imagine what social media is well, going to be all about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also think like. They might they might be making changes that we don't see, which like yeah. that's not going to make anyone happy either. But right, like, right. That, that's also possible. Um, yeah, it, that's going to be something like like minor league changes is not going to be something that makes yeah. headlines, and you know. So I'm actually yeah, thinking I'm actually thinking Cashman Cashman might be forced might be forced to step into another role. I'm I'm. <laughs> You know, I mean, the fact that Jeter's back in play a little bit, you know, the the whole comments from Judge, uh, you know, I'm not saying Jeter's coming into the front office or anything, but he's willing to come back to the organization now and, and be a part of the organization for things. Um, you know, he, 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 his whole thing, his, you know, uh, I felt bad. You know, one of the guys who was treated the worst of anybody was Joe Torrey by Cashman and um, way back when. And uh, you got to read Joe Torrey's book and then you'll understand it all. So you probably did, but for the audience, um, you know, the guys out, the guys outlived his useful life in my mind. I, I'll believe it when I see it. To be yeah, honest. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think, uh, I, I think it would take another year like this one to uh, probably cause a change like that. Um, well, if you consider 2022, the second half of 2022 was kind of like this year. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So the last couple of weeks of the season, uh, Giancarlo Stanton has been a big topic because he has Oof. struggled. Or if you look at his numbers overall on the year, he yeah. has struggled. Um He's struggling, struggling with high velocity. He has like one hit in the last month on a fastball that's faster than 95 miles an hour. Um, and, you know, I think he's been struggling with high, yeah. high velocity since uh, basically his injury in 2022 when he hurt his calf. Right. He, uh, he came back and he couldn't catch up to high velocity. That's my opinion. Um, and he definitely hasn't been able to hit high velocity this year um and when you watch him run he can't run no and that was the thing with last night's game where they're like oh why didn't you pinch run run for him last night and he gets thrown out at home um yeah so um yeah it'll be interesting to see if Hal Steinbrenner really does want to make changes, he could be like, okay, we're just going to eat the money on Stanton this offseason and DFA him. Yeah. Like that could, the thing is like, he's playing DH and you, and you can't just ask for like league average hitting from right. offense from the, the DH position. You need him to be, yeah. you need Everything him to be 
better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because he provides no value on the defensive side. He provides no value from a base running side. It's, it's just not a uh, ideal situation. I think they're going to, I don't think they're going to DFA him this offseason, but I think if it comes back and it's the same next year, I think you could be you could potentially see him being taken out of the lineup or eventually DFA'd next year. Um, I'm thinking maybe there's a swing change in, in play for him this offseason. I know some people want him to cut down on some weight. I don't think that's going to happen. It's pro- that's probably going to take away his strength. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be definitely something to observe this off season. You know, he grows roots in the in the batter's box, and uh, he's the only guy I know that swings so flat-footed and uh, so planted. Um, and and that that swing is not getting around fast enough um, on any of the on any of the the, the high volume pitches and stuff. You know, 27 strikeouts in the month of September alone. You know, that's uh, that's more than one per game. And, you know, uh, there was a comparison stat that was on social media last night that showed a picture of Tony Gwynn Jr. Uh, not Tony Gwynn Jr., Tony Gwynn, who struck out 26 times in his last three seasons. <laughs> I mean, not per season, 26 total times, you know. There's there's something to be said for being able to make contact, and when he granted when he makes contact, it's a it's a uh, the the outgoing speed is is huge and and potentially it has a chance to go over the fence. But if he doesn't hit it right, it's a big just a sky high pop up. Um, but he's not making contact, and and uh, he's as you said, he's way behind on the pitches, and and his you know. I would love to see him hang out for the winter with Aaron judge and maybe get to Aaron judges, uh, um, coach swing coach and stuff. Right. You know, something different. He's got to approach the ball differently than what he's doing right now, because he is, he's never going to catch up to a 98, 99, a hundred mile per hour fastball anymore. Not with that. Yeah. Style. And when you think of his stance, you think of that super closed stance where he's almost yep. facing the right field foul pole. Yep. Um, and I'm not not a swing coach at all at all. So I'm not yeah. saying this is like the right thing to do, but maybe he opens up his stance a little bit and you know, because he's he, he he always has let the ball travel deep, you know? Yep. So yep. it's always been about like letting the ball dra- travel as deep as he can. So I mean, maybe he opens up the stance a little bit and uh that'll allow him to get to pitches earlier. I mean I don't know if that'll work though, because then he'll have to be. I, I mean, he'll have to be swinging at pitches earlier than. It'll, yeah. But it'll also be also also take less effort to to get around on them. So, uh, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not a swing coach, but something. I think there has to be some sort of adjustment this off season because he's you know, not catching up to his, the high velocity anymore. Yeah. Right, and that wasn't his stance, and that wasn't his swing when he was with the Marlins um, prior to the beaning that he took, um, you know, he was, he mm-hmm. was, uh, and well, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a closer look and see if I can dig up some, some uh, footage of him back then, but he was a little more, he was more open. He was ready to go. I mean, he, he's closed it up because of the, you know, in some cases because of the pitch that he took uh, to the face many years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, he's, he's, Clearly, he he knows he's a monster. He's got 400 home runs. He's still kind of young. He, something's got to, you know, he, he has an opportunity to make a, you know, to do something to make an impact. And quite honestly, when he's hot, he can hit. He he gets base hits too, just as much as he hits home runs. So yeah, that was the thing. Like two years ago, yeah. when we were talking in like about Stanton, we were like, oh, okay, this guy hits 272. This is not he's not just hitting home runs, yeah. but. The last two two season, it's been low average and hits a hit some home runs. So, um, but yeah, it'll be be interesting to see what he does. Um, I do know that he he changed his stance uh, ahead of twenty seventeen, which is when he won the MVP with the Marlins, yeah. and he went. He just did what was what felt right for himself. He went against what the um, Marlins. Hitting coach was saying basically that's uh, 
let's say he kind of pulled an Aaron Judge, and he he he's like, right, let me do it my way, and and then he explodes for fifty nine home runs. Um, clearly, uh, clearly something has to change again because that's not working anymore. Um, yeah. yeah, so. And he's um, going to be, and, and quite honestly, with this lineup and how anemic everybody was swinging the bat this year and, and making contact, and you know the second lowest, if not the lowest, batting average in the in the in the, uh, in the majors, you know, they can't have a hole at the number four spot or the number five spot. No, you know? can't, especially as a DH. Yep. So, um, yeah, it'll be up to. I mean, say say Brian Cashman recommends releasing him or DF designate him for assignment this offseason. It'll be a Hal, a Hal Steinbrenner decision, whether it's accepted or not. Like he'll have to give the thumbs up to do that. Um, so it'll, it'll be so it'll be something to monitor this offseason for sure. Um, something uh, I have seen people talking about as of late and especially with Dominguez's injury. Um, People are talking about maybe getting like a stopgap outfielder um, to bide their time until Dominguez comes back. And one of those guys that could be available is uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, who is a longtime Tampa Bay Ray, and he spends this year with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, very good defensive center fielder. Um, what what would you think about potentially adding him uh, for next year? Well. Um, we've spent years trying to do stopgap on left field. <laughs> Kiermaier is yeah. a center fielder. Um, you know, he is um, clearly he's been a Yankee killer in the past, and he's he, he would be if if there is somebody that has some time left. Uh, you know, I think potentially he's good for a one year deal, and then we see where the Martians at. Yeah, yeah I uh, I agree with this because I I've kind of decided like I do not want the Yankees to risk paying Cody Ben Bellinger for like seven years. Oh yeah. No, I, can't I, do that. I don't think that's the wise decision. Yeah. Um, I think the only way that the Yankees add like a significant, like long-term solution in the outfield is something related to what's going on in San Diego. And uh, they're reportedly trying to cut payroll this off season. So mm -hmm. I, of course that spawns a bunch of Juan Soto, trade ideas and yeah that's also another thing that's going to be up to uh, to steinbrenner as well because you trade for him you're trying to extend him and if he you know if he thumbs up that move then he's probably that that extension like aaron judge is up to hal steinbrenner not frank cashman it's right is he willing to pay him so that'll be yeah it the Padres are, I think they're trying to cut to 200 million in payroll, and um, they have a got a lot of guys leaving. They have, um, you know, they, I, I think they could get around to to around 200 if they uh, had, with keeping Soto. Um, but I I could see them going like trying to extend him, and then if he doesn't want to extend with them, trade trading him this off season. I could I could see that happening. Um. Whether the Yankees are in on it, not sure. I think they have the players to make something happen there. Um, but, yeah, that's the only way I could see them adding a long-term solution. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I um I don't, I don't think, I don't think adding anybody long-term when we've watched the kids do what they're doing here um, in, in August, September is, is, is the right, right choice either. Um, do you think, um, do you think Pereira has shown enough to take over left? I mean, he hasn't really done much from an offensive standpoint. That's true. But I, I also do, I mean, I, I think you got to give him some type of shot to make the mm -hmm. team next year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I still believe he has one of the high, the, he has the highest potential at, at Outside of Dominguez, I think he has the high, highest potential of this this group okay. of prospects. Spencer Jones okay. too, but like the, that was the guys my next that have question. come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Spencer Jones get a shot in the spring time? 
ring time. I mean, he's in double A now. I don't think he, I think he's probably where Dominguez was at this point last year because he just mm-hmm. got called up to double A. Right. If he was with double A for the majority of the season, then I would say, yeah. But, um, okay. yeah, I don't, I don't think opening day is in play for him next year. No, that's probably true. And, you know, and, uh, where would they put him? Left? I think he could play center, but he's probably more of a left fielder, but mm-hmm. not completely sure about that. Um, I did want to – I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what the Yankees do with these prospects because, you know, you have Rizzo coming back next year. Yep. Unless they trade him for the last year of his deal, there's a team option after – next year but you know Rizzo coming back probably means no room for Peraza in the infield and Peraza's played pretty well as of late so um, yeah be interesting um there was a tweet I saw last night from uh Mike Petriello um he's one of my favorite writers um in baseball so uh but I did see this he was watching the Yankees game last night and he he said the Yankees are having a disaster nightmare season in so many ways, and they're going to finish like, finish like 500. That's rich people problems. It's not all that hard to see them being pretty decent next year. And then he goes, dot, dot, dot. Mostly yeah. I'm just impressed as hell by Michael King right now. <laughs> yeah. Which is, but me too, watching. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think there is something to this where like the Yankees had like almost. I don't want to say everything go wrong, but they had a lot of things go wrong that could have gone wrong. Like the Aaron Judge injury was pretty fluky. Right. Uh, he makes a I great know. play and pays for it for 51 games. You know? Yeah. yeah. He plays around 100 games this year. So, yeah. And people will point to the injuries he's had in the past. That's not like a, it's not like he, he pulled a hamstring or something and he has hamstring yeah. injuries consistently. Yeah. That's like, that's a fluky injury. Yeah. Um, That's Giancarlo Stanton talk. Is that a flu- fluky injury Sorry. too? Yeah. 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 Giancarlo Stanton's injury prone. prone. If you weren't expecting him to go on the IL at some point this year, then like you, you just just didn't know the Yankees, I guess. But, hmm. um, but yeah, that the the Rizzo and Judge injuries specifically are pretty fluky and unlucky. Um, yeah. Yankees handling of Rizzo's injuries a little bit, you yeah. know, that's shooting themselves in the foot. I also think, you know, I think they're going to get more out of Rodon next year. I think they're going to get more out of some players that just had some disappointing years. Um, you know, you got I, rid of the I, Josh Donaldson experiment. Yeah. So, you know, that was one that wasn't going to change and at least they cut bait. Um, yeah. And, and when you look at, you know, I think I'm not a big fan of the MLB.com rankings, MLB pipeline prospect Mm -hmm. rankings. Think of what the narrative would be if the Yankees had like what baseball America says of their system and what baseball prospectus says of their system, seven top 100 prospects and they call them up and they play great in September, the best team in baseball in September. Think of what the narrative would be if it was on the free site, which is because baseball America, (laughs) you have to pay to see their rankings and baseball prospectus. You have to pay to see their rankings. Hmm. Think of what the narrative would be. Yeah. Well, look at at what, yeah. And look (laughs) at what they've done. They've got the best record in baseball over the last almost 30 games. And by the way, they still have the best hitter in baseball to build around. It. Yeah. It's not yeah. like Aaron Judge isn't going anywhere. This isn't right. in the last year where we're like, oh, man, we're going to lose our best player. And, and they're not, they're, you know, the thing is, they're not all, they're not all hitting together. They're not all hitting, no. you know, with for average, you know, and stuff. They're getting timely hits, you know, built around stuff. And quite honestly, I can't I don't think I don't think I want to go into I would want to go into next season hoping for timely hits. I would want to go into the season knowing I've got an offensive juggernaut that hopefully if it stays healthy can move forward. And and an yeah. offensive juggernaut isn't just home run hitters. 
an offensive juggernaut is getting on base, making threat, you know, constant pressure on the pitchers. And, uh, and, and that's, they've lacked that this year. Um, and, and yeah. quite honestly, even right now, it's not that, that, that part's not moving along that great. No, like there pitching. are definite, there are definite update upgrades that are needed to yeah. be made to the offense, yep. but they're going to make some type of moves this off season. They're not yeah. going to do nothing. Um, yeah. Whether, whether it's on the margin type of moves or if it's a big move, um, they're, they're going to yeah. do some, stu- some type of something to improve yeah. the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, like you, like you mentioned with Donaldson, like they're, they're losing some dead weight. Yep. I don't, we'll see if they lose all of it with Giancarlo Stanton, but <laughs> I, <right. laughs> we'll see. I know, I know, but. I you know, think... and Giancarlo Stanton, the one thing about him that's all I always appreciate. He calls it the way it is. Yeah. He's very accountable. And, and, uh, and I, I think I think that's good, but but man, being accountable and then doing something to change—you you can't keep going up doing the same thing over and over again, right? So yeah. he's got to be—he's got—he's got to make some drastic changes coming up. So yeah, um, yeah, and like I said, like I said, I don't think Carlos Rodon is going to be complete dead weight next year, like he was no. this year. He, he's uh, coming around. We've seen him come yeah. around. Yeah, the strikeouts have gone up. The whiffs have gone up. And- Basically, the, the velocity. The velocity is velocity gone. has. Yeah, I mean that Pittsburgh start. He was hitting around a hundred. Yeah, which he never was hitting that. But yeah, um, yeah, he. Uh, I, I even if he's not Cy Young caliber, Carlos Rodon, like you saw in San Francisco, I think you're going to get more out of him next year. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, you want to talk about the games from this week? Uh well. What we do? We took two out of three in the Diamondbacks. We uh, uh, saw the actually, nah, four and two. I think. <laughs> I mean, they they they've done well. The kids are pit, the kids are playing. The pitching's looking good, um, with the exception of uh, the you know the the back end of the bullpen didn't help King um, in the, yeah. uh, in 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 that that start. You know, King has looked so good, and he hasn't. You know, there's so little he's getting credit for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and stuff. The thing is, like the the losses were pretty uneventful, so we can pretty pretty much gloss over that. Yeah, <laughs> really? but I mean, I mean, Michael King had a really good start in the in the game two against uh, the Blue Jays series at home. Yeah, not yeah. not the one that's going on right now. He had another really good start Maybe. against him last night. But, yeah, right. Um. But yeah, he goes seven innings and one earned run. Um, yep. That's probably his best start since yep. taking over. Um, yeah, he goes. Uh, Didn't he have thirteen strikeouts in that game too? Something. I'm pretty like sure he yeah. he uh, he he took over the in season strikeout record. Um, Let me check. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he did. Yeah, thirteen strikeouts. Yep. One and one and run. Yep. And thirteen strikeouts is the most by any Yankee pitcher in a game this year, including Garrett Cole games. So Yeah. 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 I so think yeah, uh he's been he's been automatic. Yeah, I, I mean mm-hmm. we said we said we liked seeing them at least experiment with it when they when they started yeah. doing this. And uh yeah. now they, they have a pitcher they're they're they say they they view him as a starter right now. Oh so. yeah. Good. Um, yeah, and then they uh, they they lost the first two games of that series, but then they come back and win the third. Yeah. Um, they were facing Barrios, who they usually do pretty well off of, and they got off yeah. to a good start here. Um, Jake Bowers had a home run back in the lineup for, you know, he he's usually not in the lineup, but right. he came back and hit a home run in this one. Um, and then Florial and Judge had RBI doubles. Um, Yankees were yep. up five nothing, and uh, the ninth inning was a little bit of an adventure, adventure with with Glaber Torres. There, yeah. there were two you know? two plays where you know he yeah. uh, he uh, messes up the throw in the double play, and then he uh, I think he botched another play after that. That would have ended it. But um, here's a thought. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Glaber's DH 
Peraza at second next season. And, you know, yeah. Stanton, Stanton, something happens with Stanton. You know, but would you, would I'd you, would you, yeah. You could also I, have I, Dominguez come back earlier and play DH. True, true. But I think, <clears throat> you know, Glaber, Glaber's liability is in the, uh, is in the field. Um, and it's not, mm-hmm. it just, it just seems to happen um, in, 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 in kind of spurts, you know. Yeah. It's weird because he's gotten like the play where he's ranging towards second base and has to throw it back towards first. Like yeah. he's kind of mastered that this year. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's gotten really good at that. Yeah. Um, but it's just the mental lapses that happen. Right. Um, and and we're we're Glaber advocates. You know, we we advocate yeah. for extending him and keeping him around. So I know I'd love to um, have him and I'd love to have his bat. You know, and. uh and heck, he's been he's been doing some cleanup hitting, and uh, he's been in that three, four, five hole for the better part of the season now. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Luckily, that wasn't okay. in a closer game. <laughs> right. Right. I don't. I don't. I kind of don't think it would have happened in a closer game because I don't. I don't think <laughs> he it would have been, been more as focused. relaxed. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's the thing with him. He's like he he plays well when he's relaxed too. So you don't want him to be uptight either. Yeah, but, and you know yeah. he just catches he just catches that ball. It's an instant double play. You know if he doesn't nonchalant it the way he does, you know and stuff. I mean he catches it. Yeah. His next foot was on second base, and then the throws to first, and the game's over. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I remember. I remember when Didi came over, and he was not good at shortstop defensively. Right. He was never great w- when it comes to the range of it, but right. like he, would, but he was like botching plays early on in 2015, and um, and A Rod was working with him basically every day, like basically just counting like between every pitch just to so so he can stay engaged between the pitches. He right, like, you got you got to count between the pitches, stay engaged, and uh, man. Maybe we could bring in A Rod for, for a little bit for <laughs> to help with Glaber there. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't want to bring A Rod in too much. He'd probably tell him to bunt every time the runners on first base. So, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the, the the Diamondback series was pretty fun, especially that yeah. Friday night game. Um, yeah. Aaron Judge hits three home runs for the second time in his career. Um, also and happens to be the second time this season. Yeah. Yeah, second time this season. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. All that, opposite field, you're right. All, all opposite opos. field. And and that last one was just a rocket to the upper yeah. deck and right. Se- yeah. second deck, not upper deck. But Yeah, he had one his second one I think tucked just over the fence. Yeah. Um just before the bullpen. So Yeah, that was yeah. they were all all smoked pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, this was a series that means something for the Diamondbacks too. So yeah, um, yeah, that was a uh, that was a fun game to watch on Friday. Um, last home series of the year, so it was kind of fun to get that. Yep. Um, then, then Saturday the gets rained out. Yeah, yep. Saturday get gets rained out. They um they postpone that to Monday. Um, and we'll get to Monday's crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was a, a reported forty-one thousand, apparently. Uh, <sighs> ticket sales, probably. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, ticket sales. But yeah, Sunday. <clears throat> Sunday was a, a little bit of a rough one. It gets off to a rough start with uh, Florial misplaying a ball in center field, and uh, Rodon he gives up five runs, but three of them are earned as a result right. of some errors there. Yeah. Um, so not the greatest outing from Rodon. He got he does get through six in the third, um, and uh, didn't have some help. Didn't get great help from his defense. So I'm not completely panicking or throwing my hands up at that Rodon start. Um, but yeah, this was just a non-competitive game. Um, the Yankees were down seven nothing in the ninth. There was a bases loaded walk by walk to Judge and. Um, Yankees lost seven to one, and that was what eliminated them from postseason. Yeah. And then you get Judge talking in the post game about changes that need to be made. Yeah. So, yeah, 
Yeah. And it was well timed on his part too. Wait, wait till you're eliminated, and then and then get a chance right. to, you know, and and that's fine. You know, I think. Uh, yep. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm glad he's speaking point. out. I really am glad he's speaking out. The players need to have some sort of a voice um, beyond Boone. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know when you pay when you give him the contract, you give him. He's you get, he's going to have some say, and you make him yeah. the captain. Make him the captain. Him the captain. Yeah, you know, and and they should be, they should be including Garrett Cole in these talks too. By the way, because um, he's just him and him and Judge are the two cornerstone players that you're building. Yeah, right now. Um, you know, and that I got to say, that's been that's a, a little another little tangent. Uh, that's been nice to see Garrett Cole. <clears throat> so active with uh, the pitchers, the catchers, and heck, even some of the position players in the dugout and right. stuff. You know, he's he's really stepped it up from being the quiet guy, just let me do my job, to uh, to to being more of uh, more of a leader on the team. And that's been that's that's been good to see. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of grown into that role over the last yeah. couple of years. And you know, he was talking about recently how you know he made his last start at Yankee Stadium on Thursday, I think, um, mm-hmm. against the Blue Jays and got a big standing ovation. He's probably locked in as Cy Young unless he has unless he has a disaster start against the Blue Jays here. Um, but, yeah, yeah the, the crowd gave him a big ovation, and uh, he, uh, he, he said, like, the, he, he was asked about how he feels about his first, th- first couple of years as a Yankee since signing, cause, and he's like, yeah, this has been, you know, Obviously, I haven't won, but it's been a dream come true for him to, to mm-hmm. play for the team he grew up rooting for. So, yeah, um, kind of cool to hear him say that. Um, hopefully, he can lock in that Cy Young with a good start tonight. So, um, then we get to Monday's game, <laughs> which was actually a fun game to watch. I actually, uh, I was working during this game. Um, but I work remotely and I, I decided right. to turn it on. I saw the tweets about the crowd and how empty it was. And I, I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, you know, I might as well turn it on and actually see it. Um, I turned on the game. Yeah. And the first game, first pitch I see is Austin Wells hitting one to the right field bleachers. And there then the go. two, the two people in the bleachers are yes. tackling each other for the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were fighting for the ball. <laughs> yeah. That was, <clears throat> that was funny. Um, they didn't have to run either. It was hit right at no, them. No, yeah. it was right there. <laughs> um, and then you, you see Peraza's long home run later, yep. which uh, goes whizzes right right by two people's heads. Basically, yeah. <laughs> they were they were like, "I'm not touching that." That was a that was a that was impressive to see him hit that hit yeah. one like that. Um, you know, show he has some power there. Um, but yeah, this was the Yankee the game. The Yankees fell down. In multiple times, they were down two nothing right at the start. Yep. Um, the Wells home run ties it. They fall down three to three to two. It was a uh, there was the Peraza home run that tied that, and then the Yankees fall down four to three. Um, in the eighth, and you're like, okay, right. the, the Diamondbacks are really they really need this one. They were fighting it, but then in the bottom of the eighth, their their pitchers could not hit the strike zone, and uh, yeah. Was... Bases loaded walk for Peraza and a sack fly for Florial and then a Pereira RBI ground out ground out. Yeah. Makes it six to four and Yankees close out with a series win at home. Yeah. You know <clears throat> and a home save. Um I think Clark Schmidt might be <clears throat> might be running out of gas. So Yeah. He's, he's going to have one more start here on the weekend, and uh, he didn't go then, too deep in this game. No, so. four innings. Um, but he still pitched. Yeah. yeah, he threw seventy-nine pitches in four innings. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, Aaron Boone also said that Volpe is kind of pro- he's probably running out of gas at this point too because he's kind of struggled in September. Um, yeah, it's oh, first. Gave- they gave him a rest last season night. for him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They gave him and uh, and Judge, Judge a rest last night too, which at this point is understandable. You're out, and you know, I, I think yeah. uh, 
is that was that the first game that Volpe had not played all season? I mean, he because he, he had come no, into other games as a pinch runner. You think, I think there was, there was one or two earlier? Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me pull up his baseball reference here. How many, how many games have the Yankees played? They played uh, 157. Yeah. And he's played in 154. Oh, okay. So I guess so, he's had three off. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, yeah. that is a long season. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's 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 a grueling season for him, you know, because yeah. um, minor league seasons are not that long. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. I mean, Clay Holmes has been pitching well re- recently too, kind of mm-hmm. rebounding. Um, yeah, and then you get last night's game, which I mean, yep. the Austin Wells home run was a lot was really fun to see. Um, you know, homers in two games, and he's hit some balls well to the opposite field. But yeah, hasn't they haven't gotten out? And this one is, this one got out. Um, he and said the Yankees. He said, yeah. In general, yeah. the Yankees were hitting the ball hard last night, and um, yeah, and for the first five innings, they were no hit, or first forty, and, and and they were, but they were hitting the ball hard. Um, you know, I mean, DJ hits that ball, shot the third base, which turns into a double play. You know, yeah. Um, you know, it was just a hard grounder and stuff. And then you saw them all, but, you know, mm-hmm. and that was, that was good. And cause then in the, in the ninth inning, when Romano comes in, um, <clears throat> you know, Florio get, you know, gets that looping soft, soft, uh, broken bat single. Um, yep. and, uh, was that it? No, his was a good that hit. That was right? the first hit. Yeah. First hit of the game the first was like hit. The... Yeah. Yeah. So his was a good hit. His was a short uh, shot. And then of course, uh, Wells goes opposite field. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wells has kind of shown that he's adjusted to major league pitching as of late. Mm-hmm. He, and he said, I, I think he said that the biggest thing adjusting with adjusting to major league pitching is just seeing the top arms in the league, you know? Yeah. And he homers off Jordan Romano, one of the top closers in the game, too. Right. It's not, it's not some scrub. <laughs> So, yep. yeah, it'll be. It, it was. It was cool to see that. Um, gives you some hope going into next year. I don't know if Wells is going to be the starter. I don't know if he's going to splitting be splitting time with someone. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think he'll be on the roster though. I think you kind of have to. Um, yeah. So that was that was pretty fun. Um, Yankees have two more or two more in Toronto, and then they have a weekend in. Kansas City will. <laughs> yep. That weekend in Kansas City is always going. It's going to be interesting because there's probably going to be not. I, I mean, Frankie Montas starting a game in Kansas City to end the season. That's that's going to be. <laughs> really, I think he travels. That's going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That so, would be interesting. Just a just maybe maybe he's asking for it. Give me give me one shot this year so I can say mm-hmm. I did. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yankees yeah. got need to win two more to avoid uh, going five. Well, one more to avoid going under five hundred, and then they they need to win two more to keep the over five hundred streak going. Yeah, since yep. nineteen ninety two. Um, did you see uh, the John Boy clip yesterday with with Boone where he's like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm a disgruntled fan of a last yes. place team," and he's like, "You're not a Red Sox fan." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was very good. That was, that was, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Okay, let's. I'm disgruntled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. Hey, the O's yeah, have a chance of... at a O's have a chance at winning a hundred games. Yeah. What are they? Two and they a have... half ahead of Tampa Bay still, so they still have to close <laughs> out the division. That'll they be... do. I, I think. Uh, you know, it's funny. I saw the. The Astros played them recently, and the Astros are like, "Oh my God, I see so much of ourselves in them. Like they're better yeah. than you now." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you haven't won ninety games, Astros. Yeah, you're yeah. not in the playoffs yet. <laughs> I get, I get what they're, I get, I get what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. They the remind comment, themselves yeah. of a young, yeah, <laughs> a young version of the Astros. Yeah, um, without yeah, without. I will tell fans, you. So. 
I will tell you that one time I was flying from Norfolk to uh, Nashville, and it turns out the whole Nashville, the uh, Norfolk Tides were on the, uh, and that's the AAA team for the Orioles. They got some big boys ready to come up. They got some big, uh, big guys, boys ready to come up. Yeah, uh, Matt Holiday's kid. Yeah, is going. He's like their best prospect out of this whole crop. Like all, yeah. out of the guys they've had come up the last couple of years, they're not. They aren't even like. They don't have everyone up, everyone called up. Right. They still have yeah. the number one system in, in yeah. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson Holiday's, he's gone from, uh, he's gone from like rookie ball to triple A in one year. Yeah. And he's probably going to be up next year and he's probably going to be a pain. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be a battle with the Orioles to, to try to try to beat them out for the division yep. the next couple of years. But there's some good games to finish the season in the AL East. You got the uh, blue, the Rays and Blue Jays going to battle it. Battle last last weekend. They're they're going at each other, um, yeah. which doesn't bode well for the Rays trying to catch the Orioles. I don't think. But it also potentially, if the Rays get hot, it doesn't. The the, the Blue Jays could could drop out of the playoffs literally, if especially if the Yankees win. Yeah, tonight. it'll be uh, it'll be kind of tough. Like as we said, dude. It's, with the Astros and the Mariners playing each other this weekend, it's kind of tough for them to not make the playoffs yeah. for, for yeah. The, the Blue Jays to not make it. Yeah. But they'd probably need, like, I mean, Seattle <clears throat> probably has to win tonight, and then you go, like, Seattle beats the Rangers this weekend, and then they yep. beat, and then the Astros beat the Diamondbacks, and then yep. Rays beat the Blue Jays. That's probably the only way that they lose out. Um, yeah, the the Mariners' schedule the last week or so has been crazy. They they've had three against Texas, four against Texas, I think. Yeah. Or or the, they either had four against Texas last week, or they had they have four coming up against them this weekend. They have four. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have four weekend. against Texas this yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, but they're at home. Mariners, they're at home. So. Yeah, Mariners could go from out of the playoffs to winning the division with. Yeah. Like, this with four games. Yep. And uh but yeah, they Mariners really need to win tonight to get ahead of the Astros. Um Yeah. Yep. And yeah, that'll that that's what I'm watching this weekend and I, I think that's what most people are watching. But the National League is good too. There's yeah. good race. Cubs, Mariners, uh Cubs, Marlins and, and Reds are still in it. Yep. Um are the Padres out of it yet or are they not? Oh yeah, they're long gone. They've gotten They've gotten hot, and they got like, oh, they're five games out with seven to play, or like yeah, ten yeah. to play. They they kind of got, they were they were four games out at one point, and then they lost a game, and they're like, okay, yeah. yeah. So they're four and a, they're four and a half out with five to go. Yeah, they need well, to win every me, game. Four and a half out with four to go. Yeah, so they're so done. They're done. <laughs> yeah, they got some yeah. interesting things going on this offseason. We mentioned the payroll stuff, but. Manny Machado yeah. has elbow problems, yeah, which is another thing. So, yeah, yeah. last in-season episode to talk about, and uh, we'll talk about. Uh, it, I, I'm sure we're gonna get some interesting stuff next week by Wednesday. Some just end-of-season comments, and yep, you know, uh, some early rumors stuff. I, I think it'll be interesting to talk about. Um, yeah, and I think you know they'll yeah. have that one more time to clean out the lockers in, in Yankee Stadium, and uh, we'll get yeah. some player comments and stuff, and, and see what's happening. But good job by the Hopefully, good job by the young kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, I, I do hope they keep the five hundred streak over five hundred streak going. Um, yeah. I know some people yep. don't want that, but I'd like to see it. Um, well, hopefully, yeah. hopefully Cashman, hopefully Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner talk before next Wednesday too. <laughs> usually they wait a, wait a week or two, but man, like oh, you're under contract oh. this season. So hopefully yeah. they didn't hopefully have, they you didn't have the, yeah. Hopefully they talk to each other first, you know, right. and, 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 and arrive at yeah. some decisions that might potentially help the team in the, in the, in the off season here and get it going for the long run. Yeah. Yeah, last season it was like, oh, Cashman's contract is up. What are we going to do here? Like, then they waited a couple of weeks to have the press conference. Yeah. But everyone's under contract now. Boone's under contract. Yep. Cashman's under yep. contract. Yeah, they, they said Boone hasn't been told he's coming back yet, but 
I, I don't. I would be shocked if he's not. Yeah, when Judge says what Judge says, you know, I think that's like a, you know, yeah, you know, he's my guy. So, yeah. Um. All right, you want to do awards? Yes. Okay, so I, I uh, Yankee of the week. Well, you should go first. I went first last week. Okay, so I, I think. It, it was. I didn't really think about this that much, um, but Austin yeah. Wells has had a really good week, and he's yeah heated up and been impressive at the plate. Um, you know, and his, his defense have been has been uh, yeah. Defense has been pretty good the whole time, uh, even when he was struggling hitting. Um, yeah, but he's the bat has caught up. Um, and and, and Boone made Boone league. made comments comments about how surprisingly strong his arm is. <clears throat> yeah. They didn't. They were not expecting him to come in with the arm he's got, and uh, and that's good. So, and King has been, you know, King has been a um, a big proponent of, you know, a, a big fan of talking about Wells and how Wells has made his adjustments. Right. So. Good. Yeah, and um, that's a good segue, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because my guy is is Michael King, <laughs> my Yankee of the yeah. week. Well, you know, when you have two. Um, when you have two strong outings against uh, a playoff team in the in the Toronto Blue Jays, and you win one, and you uh, get get cheated out of a win on the other, even though it's your absolute best game of the season and stuff, and you're having a, a ERA of point of uh, one point uh, point one oh five, uh, sorry one point oh five. Um, <clears throat> you know, since you uh, since you asked and talked your way into getting a, a shot at being a starter. Yeah, you deserve you deserve Yankee of the Week honors. You you might even deserve Yankee of the Month honors. So, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, all right, my Yankee hopeful, uh, it's going to be Hal Steinbrenner. Basically, I think he. And what are you hoping for? It starts with him. It, it starts with him this off season to make the the right changes. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. My my Yankee hopeful is that Hal Stumbrenner listens to Aaron Judge's comments and and that uh and that their changes need to be made. My <laughs> I hope that everybody listens to Judge. I my yeah. my you know, I put Judge as my Yankee hopeful only in based on his comments from Sunday after they were eliminated. You know, let him Yeah. <clears throat> there's some changes that need to be made all around this organization. Let's get them done. So yeah. yeah, and I hope Aaron, I hope um, I hope Garrett sure. Cole gets a chance to to voice to voice his opinion too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think yeah. that's good. Agreed. All right, I got uh, two history moments. Uh, fairly re- one fairly recent. Okay. One goes back to uh, the Yankees' most w- the winningest season for the Yankees in a long, long time. So I'll start with the 1998 one first. Uh, the Yankees. Um, <clears throat> finished their season uh, on this date in uh, in 1998 with a 704 winning percentage. They were 114 and 48. What a, what a, what a fantastic season, right? Became the first team uh, since the uh, Indians in, in uh, 1954 uh, to play over 700 ball for the entire season. And the irony is, in the first round of the playoffs, they almost got <laughs> they almost got left hit, but they they pulled it out. And then won the World Series, so, um, so yeah, they were down a, two to one to the Indians in the yep. championship series too. Yep, yep. And then they won. They didn't lose for after that. They, so. they didn't lose, right? <laughs> um, you know, and as Derek Jeter has always said, you know, it, it, it's only a successful season if you have if you carry the trophy at the end. So, um, yeah. But it's twenty twenty. Said this week. Say again. That's yes. what Aaron Judge said this week. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Um, uh, 2020, uh, on this date, DJ LeMahieu closed out the shortened COVID season of 60 games with a, uh, American league batting title Bat- finishing the season with 364. And he's the only active player with, uh, uh, with batting titles in both leagues, the national league with the, with the, uh, Colorado Rockies. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, the season he's been a shell of himself since, um, uh, that season only because of the injuries and stuff, but, but he's, uh, he's been playing very well second half of the season, uh, this year. Yeah. And that's coincided with the kids coming up too. And he'll be a player, you know, he'll be a major part of the Yankees, uh, for next season. Yeah. 
yeah, that 2020 season set them up pretty well going into free agency. That's <laughs> that's what I'll say. Um, he did, but you know, he didn't really rob the bank when he took that six year, $90 million deal. I think, you yeah. know, it was, uh, it was definitely a team friendly deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one more week of baseball. Enjoy it. I'm sure we'll talk some playoffs next week too. Cause that'll, it'll be, we'll be in the midst of the wild card series while yep. we record next week. That'll be, yeah. Those will be it fun. Should, should be fun to see how it all wraps up and, and, uh, I got to tell you, you know, when I when when I don't have a dog in the fight like this year with the Yankees being none, I'm I'm going underdogs all the way. So Mariners, Marlins, do your thing. Yeah, yeah, I uh, would like to see the Mariners and Orioles, Mariners or Orioles in the American League and then National League. I'm kind of indifferent, but underdogs, yeah, I'm sure. Except for Philadelphia, I do not like Philadelphia teams. That's all. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, why not? Their manager's former bench coach of the Yankees. That's true. I, I don't hate the Phillies. Just man, uh, it's some some carryover from the Eagles. Ah, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> I, I get. I get that. I, I truly get that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we almost went an entire podcast without one football reference. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully, it'll be a more positive football talk next week. That's what I'll yeah. say. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening this week. Um, one more, one more, one last week of Yankee baseball. So enjoy it, and uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. And let's go Yankees.